Hello, my name is Lily Head and I'm the Managing Director of Lily Head Dental Practice Sales. Firstly, my thanks to Denplan for their kind invitation to talk today on the subject of staffing. Now, you may have heard the quote and my title for today is Spare No Expense to Save Money on This One. Following on from my last podcast called Agents of Change, I thought this would be a very relevant subject to discuss, bearing in mind the market right now staffing. And I'm sure a lot of you out there are doing your utmost to keep the lights on, as they say. So a discussion around your business profitability is pretty topical. I hope that you'll take away from this podcast the key things to keep in mind about staffing and costs to the business, the reasons why it's important to keep an eye on the staffing numbers, and the long-term benefit to you. Fact is, it's never too late to make changes, however small they may seem, And hopefully the discussion will go some way to explaining how making these changes can make a real difference. The one caveat I would say to this podcast is that the data quoted is obviously sourced prior to the COVID-19 pandemic and data doesn't yet exist to show what the percentage of revenue staff costs are currently running at. However, the messaging remains the same and it can of course refer to your own financial information as was prior to the pandemic. Furthermore, we understand that there's obviously been an increase in employers' pension contributions under the workplace pension rules which has increased staff costs. So, A key feature of understanding your practice is staff planning and how budgeting in the practice actually works, critical to run a financially sound business. It's the need to be aware of industry norms, benchmarking as it's called, and having an awareness and implementing it will help you work towards not only better profitability but also a deeper understanding of your worth, critical in planning your future. A scenario we often see is where practices are built up over many years a great loyal staff base And of course, it's great to have a fantastic, stable team, but typically there'll be lots of incremental pay rises accumulated over the years, resulting in paying much higher than the typical local or national rates, rewarding their loyal, long-standing team. And this impacts the overall profitability of the business. And whilst you're taking your drawings, your profit, you might be losing sight of what the real profit margins should be or could be. Maybe you don't have a raft of debts and loans, but it's quite easy to still lose sight of your true net profit as the cost base creeps up. And if you haven't kept an eye on those industry benchmarks and you possibly don't know what they are, then you continue handing out those annual pay rises and bonuses without keeping a firm eye on the bottom line. Running a profitable, sustainable business, especially in the current climate, has never been more critical. And as part of that, it doesn't give you automatic rise to giving out annual pay rises. And it's important, I think, to discuss the profitability of your business with your team to make sure everyone is rowing in the right direction. So what does good look like or how did it look before COVID-19? We suggest to clients that they should really be aiming for staffing costs sitting between the 18 to 19 percent ratio, the sweet spot. And anything that's drastically under that, for example, sitting in the 10 to 12 percent staffing bracket, may be seen as unsustainable. Possibly insufficient staffing to provide adequate customer care and therefore inhibiting any developments or expansion within the practice going forward. And when you come to sell your practice, this low staffing cost would be a red flag to the banks, the lenders. And touching upon selling on a practice, it's not very palatable for any seller to be faced with efforts to renegotiate a sale price nearing completion because profitability has fallen away. I wrote a blog a little while ago called Spending the Buyer's Money and it was basically a reminder to vendors that during the transition phase, vendors should be very cautious about making financial commitments with their prospective buyers may have to deliver on. 
Staff costs for any business is a key metric when it comes to determining the profitability of a business. It's that fine balance of employing a team of people with the skills your patients need and them earning an amount that keeps them motivated and the business profitable. And we can't get away from the simple fact that business profitability is the main driver of business value. Many of the dental practices we act for are very well established successful businesses, and it all sounds good so far. But a forensic review of the staffing costs often reveal an overinflated payroll which isn't delivering the best value back to the business. And as I touched upon earlier, this can be the result of a loyal, hard-working team being awarded many years of incremental increases. But the length of service could overshadow the financial contribution some team members might be making to the profit margin. It may be that as the incumbent principal, you're prepared to sacrifice some of the profitability just to have your trusted team around you. And we see that. We get that. That's fine. But when you come to sell, prospective purchasers and their lenders may not feel quite so benevolent. So let me put some context around this. If your staff costs are currently running at, say, 23% of your turnover and industry benchmarks are 19%, your EBITDA is going to reduce the percentage profit by around 4%, which is why it's important to manage this and monitor it. Why? Well, a valuation is made up of a multiple of that EBITDA, that true adjusted profit, and that's what determines the sale price and what a buyer is willing to pay for your practice. So let's talk about an example. Recently, we valued a practice for a client with a turnover just in excess of £950,000. Market expectation would suggest that the practice be valued in excess of £1.5 million based on it hitting those benchmarks. However, this particular practice was running at a whopping 30% staff costs. So when calculating the value and establishing the true EBITDA, the methodology of the multiple of profit. Had we have taken this to the market without any staff changes, this potentially meant a loss to our client of anything up to £450,000 of a likely sale price. So what can you do? There are measures that any individual can take and it's never too early. We often help our clients work on their practice and we identify at the outset if this might be an obstacle to them achieving the best outcome. So you can work closely with chosen business coaches, your accountant, people that will always act in your best interest to help you and steer you on the right path. In short, look at reorganising and restructuring. Keep a tight rein and an awareness on your staffing and it, that means avoiding the trap of a potential loss on any desired or perceived value of your practice when the time comes for you wanting to sell. And as I say, it's never too late. There are things that you can do, for example, looking at restructuring the workforce to increase their revenue. Getting more use out of the chair space in the surgeries is an easy win, but other methods can involve looking at restructuring them, managing their time efficiently. Are they using all the resources to hand and contributing to running a, a profitable, well-run practice? So it's a good time to evaluate, review performances and review output. And my overriding message to convey is that when we look at operating costs within accounts, the largest impact on a business valuation tends to be the staff costs and one of the biggest stumbling blocks to achieving getting the price that our clients feel that they want. It's always good to see a happy ship. Everyone gets along very well, they get their annual pay rises and they're justly rewarded for their loyalty and hard work. But if you're only looking inwardly and not looking outside your business, now's the time to start looking at that. It's critical to understand your real profit and loss and think, should I be there? After all, you could be losing out twice. Firstly, on your annual profits and then on your ultimate profit and reward when that day comes to sell. 
Of course, banks and buyers look at staff cost information very carefully and they're legally bound to take on all of those staff packages post-sale completion under TUPI law. So they're going to be looking closely at the performance and the profitability of the staffing. Just one thing to add that if you are thinking of selling or you're midway through a sale, uh, it's very important to realise that a deal can take anything from six to nine months to complete. So when you enter into a deal, it really does need to match the same staffing costs when you complete. It's so important not to give any substantial pay rises for a transaction that could effectively disrupt a deal when you decide to give a massive pay rise. Just to touch on associate remuneration, obviously there are huge variances geographically and the type of dentistry. And it's one of the other biggest variable costs that we see from practice to practice with an ongoing impact on the EBITDA, the profitability. And we see structures on a sliding scale from 35% up to 50% contingent on the turnover threshold. So working on an awareness of exactly where you allocate your time, your effort and energy. Are you simply spinning your wheels, as they say? Or do you know where the money's coming from and where is the profitability and how you can improve on it? In simple terms, work on your business, not just in it. Understand the market rate for associates, nurses and support staff in your area, as it's very easy to lose sight of all of these when you're just working in the business. And if you're thinking of taking more people onto the payroll, consider how it might affect your potential sale if you're leading up to marketing it and understand how you're going to get the return on investment. Do the numbers, run a tight ship and don't be afraid to ask for advice because all these little differences make a huge end result. So, in summary, the key points here to remember are, when it comes to managing your staff costs, the advice we give all our clients, whether or not they are looking at selling, even in the short term, long term, maintain your turnover to manage the percentage ratio against staff cost to turnover, don't give above inflation pay rises to team members, work to keep overall pay costs within those industry benchmarks. And if you are thinking of selling, discuss and agree pay reviews with the incoming owners and project the financial consequences of pay reviews on the profitability of your business. Remember, it's not all about simply cutting costs. If you do more revenue with the same cost base, your percentage costs come down and the profitability rises. The key really here is to start the review process early. To move the needle, you're going to have to make some decisions and then it will take some time for the benefits to flow through to your bottom line. So do the numbers, run that tight ship and ask for the advice. I hope that you found this podcast on staffing useful. And if you'd like us to come and help you with a strategy, then please don't hesitate to contact us today. You can email us at dentalbrokers at lilyhead.co.uk. Of course, there may be some simple fixes or we could refer you to a business coach, but we are here to help. Thank you very much for listening. Goodbye. <laughs>